Welcome to the Ortho Eval Pal podcast, where we can help you build confidence with your orthopedic evaluation and management skills. We hope you enjoy the show. And now, for your host, Paul Marquis. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 263 of the Ortho Eval Pal podcast. I'm your host, Paul Marquis, and today we're going to be talking about seven causes of medial knee pain. We'll be discussing the different sources of inner knee pain, and we'll talk about how to tease these out and differentiate them from each other. But if you don't mind holding, we're going to hear a word from our sponsors. You go into clinic every day to practice at the top of your license and provide the best care to your patients, yet... Four out of five orthopedists say that note-taking is interfering with patient care. Robin is here to change that. Robin provides ambient virtual scribing that's designed exclusively for orthopedics. Its Robin Assistant device ambiently captures your visits, so you can focus on patients, and Robin Virtual Scribes can deliver more complete clinical notes and codes to your EHR. Visit robin.co slash OEP. That's robin.co slash OEP to learn more. At MedCore Professionals, we offer mobility aids, bracing and supports, compression garments, post-mastectomy care, and much more. Your health and well-being are important to us. Your recovery is our priority. Our certified team will guide you to the right products based on your medical needs, recent procedures, or mobility restrictions. Visit us on Route 1 in Scarborough or at MedCorePro.com. We are Mark and Kelly Hassett, owners of MedCore. And we keep you moving forward. Hello and welcome back, everyone. So first thing I'm going to do is apologize for my raspy voice this morning. Just came down with COVID three days ago, and uh, it's really not uh, going away very quickly. Um, but uh, nonetheless, the show must go on. And, um, you know, oftentimes we see patients with medial joint pain um, in the knee, and it's very common. But some of the most common diagnoses can be tricky to identify. So let us go through a few of these sources and get you more comfortable with the evaluation of the medial knee. Um, I'll also try to throw in as many videos as possible of patients with actual knee dysfunction so that you can see some of these sources, what they look like in a person. So not just have to you know, visualize it in your head, but you can actually see it. And that'll help you with your evaluation of those patients with medial knee joint pain. So the number one that we are going to be talking about today is knee osteoarthritis, which is probably the most common cause of medial joint line pain. You need to remember that the the femoral condyles are not made perfectly symmetrical. That medial femoral condyle is a little bit larger than the lateral one. It bears a little more weight on the tibia. And so when that medial femoral condyle strikes that tibia, over time, that will break down a little bit more. So what happens is not only does that meniscus uh, on the medial side start to break down, but the joint hyaline cartilage starts to break down. And when we start to expose that joint a little bit and that underlying bone, those nerve fibers become irritated, inflamed, and become painful. The other thing that will happen is that knee will start to go into varus. So that's very common when you see people with medial joint pain. If they have a varus knee, you need to be thinking of uh, osteoarthritis in that knee. Now, the second thing we see quite often is a medial meniscus tear. Usually there's some sort of a mechanism of injury with this. They'll be tender in the medial joint line. 
there'll be a little joint line fullness. Sometimes you'll see some some swelling in that medial joint line. Um, they might have a positive meniscal grind test, a positive McMurray's, um, and they might have pain with the end range of flexion and extension, depending on what part of that meniscus uh, may be torn on the medial side. So remember that. That is the second most common reason why people have medial joint pain. Now, number three. MCL tears and or capsular injuries of the medial capsule, okay? So these usually come with some sort of a valgus mechanism. Somebody gets struck on the outside of the knee. Knee goes into valgus, um, strains that MCL and or capsule. They'll be tender along the MCL, not just the joint line, okay? A lot of people miss this um, because they'll palpate and and that joint line and they'll say, oh, wow, you know, um, I think we have a meniscus tear, but they forget to follow the length of the MCL. And so you need to make sure you palpate that MCL. And then you do your valgus stress test, uh, both at zero and at 30 degrees so that you can identify if this is an MCL and or a uh, capsular injury. So number four, pezanserine bursitis or um, tendinopathy of the sartorius gracilis semitendinosis. Okay. Um, So that exists just medial to the tibial tubercle, okay? It's it's inferior to the medial joint line, so it's not right on the joint line, but a lot of people miss this because that hamstring comes across the joint line um, and attaches to the pezanserine region. And so make sure that you, you, know, you can resist the hamstrings to see if there's any pain in those um, knee flexors and also palpate that bursa and palpate the insertion of the sartorius gracilis and semitendinosus um, and uh, make sure that you don't miss that with somebody who has medial knee pain. Now, number five, this is something that I see um, quite often just because we see a lot of neurological injuries in our uh, clinic, but an L4 nerve root compression. So anytime somebody has neural tension at the L4 nerve root, the, they can develop some pain and usually referred pain to the medial aspect of the knee. Um, you know, to try to differentiate this, what you want to do is you want to check their patella uh, tendon reflexes. Okay, so deep tendon reflexes there. You want to check to see if they have any dorsiflexion weakness and any loss of sensation in the L4 dermatome. So if you have any of those, then it's not likely to be a localized problem to the knee, but more of a radiating pain coming from the back. Number six, a medial retinacular plica. Now, this is not very common as far as an inflamed or damaged medial retinacular plica. Everybody has them, and you can feel it on yourself, okay? So if you go, um, you take your index finger and you put it next to your medial femoral condyle between the medial femoral condyle and your patella, and you kind of move it back and forth, um, and your leg is in a just slightly flexed position, you'll be able to strum that plica, okay? And I'll have a nice video on how to find this. And if these are traumatically injured, uh, sometimes it could be uh, through surgery, through an injury, uh, through a direct blow to the area. That can become inflamed, irritated, and cause a lot of medial knee pain. Sometimes these will settle down with some modalities and modification of activity. An injection can be helpful, and sometimes surgery is indicated to resect that plica and uh, remove it from there. So um, that's something you need to check out also. And number seven, you need to remember that, you know, your pain can be coming from elsewhere. So osteoarthritis of the hip can oftentimes refer pain down the anterior thigh, especially when that hip osteoarthritis is severe. Um, That can go down the anterior thigh and occasionally to the medial knee. 
Typically, these people won't be having a lot of palpable tenderness to the knee, but they'll feel like this pain is radiating in the thigh. And so what you should then do is evaluate the hip to see if you can reproduce any symptoms there. And they might say, you know what? Yeah, that's really radiating down my leg. And this could be just a referred pain from the hip. So take those seven things into consideration when you're evaluating your patients with medial knee pain. I hope that um, I was able to comfortably sort out medial knee pain for you a little bit better. Uh, I know it was a little difficult to understand me. Please forgive me. I'm sure I'll be better by the next episode. And uh, things should really clear up. Um, You know, some of these diagnoses are rare, but you should keep them in mind the next time you evaluate a patient with a knee, knee, knee injury. So thank you all so much for listening and take care. We hope you've enjoyed the show. For some more awesome content, go to orthoevalpal.com. Can't wait to see you there.